Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Wednesday, uh, November 23. It's halfway through the week of Thanksgiving. Um, hopefully you have done your stomach stretches and things like that to get ready for, for turkey tomorrow, if that's what you guys do, um, or sitting on the couch watching the Lions maybe win. Who knows? They, you know, they've beaten the the Bears and the, the Packers now, so maybe they'll win. We'll see. But um, hopefully you, you um, are ready for a great day of Thanksgiving with your families. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. Um, you probably but, should have mentioned yesterday, take the turkey out of the freezer. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so go back in time, re-listen to yesterday's podcast, and assume that we said no. Um, but, yeah, hopefully that's – if not, quickly, you know, stop this, go take the turkey out, then re- resume listening to this. But um, on Wednesdays, it's a chance for us to hear from our guest, uh, to hear from Kevin today about kind of how he's using the gifts God have, has given him in the community, whether it's here at Victory Point or in the workplace or someplace other than that. So, uh, Kevin, would you, would you be willing to share just kind of how you're building into Christ's kingdom? Yeah, so uh, mostly it's through the, the youth group. Um, I really enjoy working with them, meeting with them on, on the Sunday nights, and I really, really enjoy doing mission trips with them. And um, we typically do a construction-related mission trip and show show them that there's things they can do that they never thought they could do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any, like, like a specific story that, I mean, not saying names, protect the innocent or whatever, but <laughs> yeah, in it, like where you said, okay, you were working with a student and they kind of had that breakthrough moment where they could realize, yeah. oh, I did something that... Yeah, ha- give them a hammer, and you, you see many different ways of pounding a nail, okay. and then you you show them the correct way, okay. and uh, they they learn. Okay, yep. good, good. Well, I know that um, you know those those youth group mission trips are so important um, for the development of oh. of kids to um, get away from the business of life and to help others. You know, whether it's construction or something else and just to be mentored by adults, you know, in their lives, not just their parents. So thank you for feeding into the lives of our, our youth. You work mainly with uh, the middle school kids, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Which is a unique age. I, that's what I teach. And so it is yeah. at, at our previous church, it was middle and high school combined and it, it, it helps a little bit because the older kids actually know a lot more than they think they know. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and it starts to come out, and, and that also helps teach them. But. Good. Well, thank you for sharing. And if you are interested in helping out with the youth group, um, see Kevin in church on Sunday, and he can point you in the right direction. So, uh, But just be careful because Kim will start to make them preach, like, right away, right, like she did to you? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I, well, I wouldn't Not call right it preaching, right. but right. at least teaching. Teaching, yeah, so yeah. She'll yeah. give you an assignment. So there you go. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, um, we are um, entering the last book of the Bible uh, today. We are going to read Revelations. Now, um, Revelations kind of gets a bad rap for being a book that's full of, like, weird stuff. Imagery and, you know, beasts and, you know, horns and seals and stars. And also, luckily, today, uh, tomorrow and Friday, we're not going to read a lot of that imagery stuff where we have to really try to figure out what in the world's going on. Um, so we, we kind of were spared that and that. But uh, um, it's a book uh, that kind of reveals what's going to happen at the end of 
at the end of you know our current awareness of time and existence and kind of the, the world we're living in now. And so we'll get a little bit more into that tomorrow. Um, but we are going to start with Revelation 1, verse 9 through 20. Um, so, Kevin, would you be willing to read that for us? Yeah, and I'll just say at the beginning here that when I start naming the churches, I may pronounce them wrong. <laughs> That's okay. Just, you know, make it up. So, Yep. Okay, so this is John's vision of Christ. I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a large voice like a trumpet, which said, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyria, Pergamon, I don't know what that is. Thyteria, Sardis, Philadelphia. That's an easy one. And Lodicia. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was some, someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet, and with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white as like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of, the mouth, out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all of its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell to my feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death in Hades. Write this, write therefore that what you have seen, what is now and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and the seven golden lampstands is this. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. All right. And the, those seven churches that we're referring to are um, the ones that you, you did a good job of trying to pronounce all those. Um, and then kind of the next couple chapters of Revelation, um, Paul, I mean, uh, John is writing a letter to each of those seven churches. Um, so, all right. Well, what did you learn about God from this passage, Kevin? What, what, what did you take away from that? That he didn't want uh, our final day or our first day, if yeah. you want to call it that, to be a complete mystery. He wanted to give us a glimpse of what, what it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think, and we'll we'll read more specifics about that tomorrow and Friday, but it just... As I was reading it to prep for this, I just got so excited about what that's going to be like. And, and so, yeah, so it's good that he kind of lets us know what's, what we're going to experience. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing that I kind of took away from it is that, um, you know, in this, this passage is alluding to the fact that, that there's going to be seven letters to the seven churches. And although each one was specific to um, the church that was being written to, um, it also 
can apply to us. And so oftentimes God or Jesus sends a specific message for a specific person or group or church, but it can apply to all of us so we can learn through what he shares with other people. So that was kind of one takeaway. Um, and then uh, just, again, this image that Jesus is the first and the last. Um, he's the living one. He was dead, but now he's alive forever. Um, and just to can contrast that to the pagan gods, he says, who are dead. Um, all the other you know gods that people worshipped and believed in, they don't they don't exist and they don't i mean he's the one that was there in the beginning he's the one that's there at the end as we we as we comprehend it now although we'll talk there's really no end um but um so you know kind of jesus is the only one the only god um and that's what the whole bible is about his story and so um yeah, that was just a little bit. Anything else? That so I, I really like the description of him and, and then ending with a, his tongue being a double-edged sword. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, judgment. Yes. His judgment of us. When we finally come before him, where are we going? Yeah. Are we going down the, through the gate and down the uh, road paved in gold, or are we going to Hades? Right. Yeah. Well, and um, what you know, being uh, a person with my own head of white hair, um, I appreciate that um, kind of it talks about. Now we don't often think of Jesus with gray, you know, silver white hair, um, but you know that's often. And I can't remember if it says it specifically here, or maybe it was actually in the footnotes that you know, uh, white hair, silver hair signifies wisdom, and so he will judge that double-edged sword, but he'll do that with wisdom and mercy. And yeah. so, um, you know, we can um, rest easy knowing that that he will be fair in his judgment, um, but also the people who have turned from him, who maybe have wronged us in this life, you know, they're, this sounds vindictive. I don't mean to be, but they'll, they'll kind of, in the end, you know, Jesus will sort through all that and the wrongs will be made right. And it, because of his wisdom and his judgment. So. Yeah. yeah, and the white hair it keeps reminding me of the movie with Moses. You know, I watched it so many times yeah. when I was young. And yeah. and he goes up on the mountain, the burning bush. And there's there's always an image of somewhere in that movie of, of God having this really white hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so other thoughts um, from this about what do we learn about men, humans in this Well, John, when he first saw him, he fell to his knees like, I'm not worthy, and as though he were dead. Yeah. Just not worthy to have such wonder and grace in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as I, when I was reading this, I, you know, I, I try to answer the three questions, but really for me, this was more a passage just about who God is, who Jesus is. Um, right. We get that complete picture um, of Jesus' story of God's plan, that Jesus was before man, he was with man, um, he was man, uh, but then he'll come back for man. Um, so uh, he is the only God who lives eternally, he is victorious. Um, and so, yeah, it's not that they, we can't learn things about us humans through this, but just again, it resonated. This It's really about who Jesus is, who God is. Um, and kind of the whole story of the Bible kind of wrapped up here in, in this this um, passage and actually this book. So yeah, and he says, "Do not be afraid." Where yeah. he he says that in a couple other places in the Bible too. Uh, Jesus does because yeah. 
John must had to been a yeah, because he's never seen anything like this before. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. You know, especially the whole double-edged sword coming out of the mouth, and um, yeah, that was his uh, feet were bronze, glowing in a furnace, um, or like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. Yeah, very, very scary. Um, so good. Well, do you have any any challenges for our listeners um, as as a result of this? We need to be prepared for that final day. Yeah, yeah. So kind of a uh, question, what does that look like to be prepared? What do we need to do to be prepared? We, we, we need to clear our, our bodies of sin. Okay. Uh, focus on, um, on Jesus, you know, trying to live our life like him as much as possible. Yeah. You know, we, we can't win our way in by um, doing great deeds or something. I right. think we even going to talk about that later. Yeah. But um, it's, it's all about our heart. It's, yeah. it's not the things that we, we do. Yeah. And if, if we have it right in our heart, we will do good things. Yeah. People, people will see them and hopefully plant the seed in them that then God can enter their heart and and heal them. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you go throughout the rest of your day and um, into the next couple of days, just uh, we pray that you would um, be preparing your heart um, so that when Jesus does come, um, and if, if that's when we're still alive, that just you'll be ready um, and that you'll just remember that he is um, the first and the last. He was a living God. He is the only living God. And um, his justice and his judgment is and his mercy is, is wise and um he cares for us so have a great day and if we don't talk if you don't listen to us before your thanksgiving celebration have a great thanksgiving celebration tomorrow well thank you for joining us today for the victory point bible reading podcast we hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with god if you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.